I'm 31 years old. I currently own around 46 doors. I am a realtor. My team is one of the number one teams in my Keller Williams office. Probably going to sell around 200 homes this year. The passive income that I have covers all of my monthly living expenses. So I'm financially independent. And this may sound great. It's like, Diego, you've achieved the American dream. I don't have to work anymore and, and all this other stuff. But the reality is that I am not American. I am a dreamer. I am what Congress calls a dreamer, which basically means I'm part of the DACA program, which essentially also means that I am undocumented. Welcome to the Action Academy podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. What's going on, everyone? This is your host, as always, Brian Lubin, bringing you the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who have already earned their freaking freedom. And why do I bring it to you? So you can earn freedom in your life and business, too. Today, we are dropping another replay episode from eight months ago with Diego Corzo. The cool thing about the show is it is doubling, essentially, every single month, which is all because of you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep it up. Please keep leaving ratings and reviews. Please keep sending this to friends. We are growing and spreading this movement fast and far, and I am eternally grateful to all of you guys for doing this. But here's the caveat. Because we're growing so fast, a lot of the shows that I did earlier on are unable to get views because people didn't see them and they're so far buried down in the feed. So I am reposting them on Fridays right now so that everyone can see them with new fresh eyes and be able to fully partake in the freaking genius that is Diego Corzo. Diego Corzo is a multimillionaire, financially free at 31 years old, and that would be cool, right? That's an awesome story. But wait, he didn't just do it the easy way. No, Diego is originally from Lima, Peru, and he came to America at age nine, where he was working for his family in the restaurant for 14 to 16 hours per day to help his family make ends meet. Then at 18, he decided he was going to start working and try to make something of himself. But wait, he couldn't because he found out that he was technically undocumented. So what this meant was not only could he not get a license to work, he also couldn't get a driver's license. So he went from that situation to not only growing this massive empire that he has, growing Rat Race to Fi that he runs with Felipe Mejia, who was also on this podcast, impacting millions of people, being on bigger pockets, being a staple in the GoBundance community. This guy has the most inspirational story that I have ever heard. And I am so honored to bring it to all of you guys again for the second time today. Buckle up, listen to the entire show. This is definitely one that you want to replay. As a reminder, we have Mr. Jeff Hoffman, the first billionaire guest of the Action Academy podcast coming on next Tuesday. That was my favorite interview that I've ever freaking done for this show. Do not miss that interview. It is the best information that you could get from a billionaire. So sit tight without any further ado. Mr. Diego Corzo. All right. 
Diego Corzo, my man. What is up, Ryan? Thank you for having me here. Hey, buddy. It's so good to have you here. You are coming off of the tail end of your first ever conference, right? That you hosted. Yes, my first ever big conference. Yeah, I've done a couple of retreats, but this one was definitely out of my comfort zone. And it was... So how many people? We had around 120 attendees with volunteers and stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. That is so freaking cool. So what... So in planning, was it more work than you anticipated, less work than you anticipated? And what were some of the like kind of highlights that you took away from it from throwing it? Yeah, so it definitely took a lot more than I was expecting because we were also doing like the event, but we had the gala and the photographer and then the swag bag. And it's like, how do we order lanyards? Like, how do we want to do them? And yeah, like then we had to get the speakers and get their books and just a lot of different things. So that time commitment was definitely there. And then as far as like the highlights and everything, just the response from the people, the response from the attendees, being on stage with my mentors was for me, I was like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. And, and I felt like we definitely changed some lives. And at the end of the day, it was more on goal setting for 2022 for real estate investors. And, uh, and we had some great conversations. It was so cool to watch, man, because... I've watched your story progress and I remember listening to you on the Bigger Pockets podcast years ago. And I've never told you this. I wanted to wait. I always wait until these shows to be able to share this stuff so I can we can just have authentic reactions. But man, you're one of my you're one of my biggest inspirations for everything that I do through GoBundance. Oh man. Because every single time that I feel like just the smallest fish in the biggest pond. Mm -hmm. And I just always remember, I think back to your story that we'll share here for everyone that's about to listen. Please, if you're listening to this, buckle up because Diego's got one hell of a story. And every time I listen, I just remember back to listening to your story and how you got associated with them. And for my understanding, it's no one's quite done it. Like I was able to get the closest to the Diego method uh-huh. Uh, getting and then now I'm over there on the elite page with y'all in uh, this capacity, man. Man, yeah, you've inspired me for years without me before I even knew you personally. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. awesome because it has been it's been a crazy journey. It's been an incredible journey of a lot of ups and downs, uncertainty, not knowing what was going to happen. But I just remember that at the end of the day, if you just push forward towards your goals and you have a strong enough why, uh, you can endure anyhow. And that's been with the right mentorship with the guys in GoBundance, especially me starting at a young age, them giving me an opportunity when they shouldn't have is what set the trajectory for me to achieve and become what I'm becoming now. So before we go into your story, which is enough value for the episode in and of itself, how old are you? I am 31 years old now. 31 years old. Okay, cool. First what is some advice that you can give before we go into your story about providing value to get into these large rooms with people that are doing things that are maybe five, 10, a hundred times what you're doing currently? What is some advice you have as someone that's younger to be able to 
have offer value where they can't offer maybe monetary value or investing experience, but they can offer something where the other guys are like, hey, this guy's got something worthwhile. I want to take him under my wing and mentor him because I feel like a lot of people shoot a lot of Facebook messages out asking people to go to coffee, but there's not much traction there. What do you think is, are the tweaks that people can make in their approach that makes it stick and make for really authentic relationships and mentorships? Yeah. Yeah. And this is a really good question. Not many people have asked me that in the past. And this is what I would tell you. Number one, you will have in the beginning, one of the easiest ways to get into those circles is by volunteering, offer to work for free at events. And then while you're there, build enough connections and work for free for somebody that maybe is there. So for example, like a GoBundance guy, but not, hey, I would love to work with you, figure out something that I can do to help you in your world is more, look, this is what I can do. This is the value that I can bring to you. Is this valuable or what? Or like, basically you have to solve a problem that he has rather than having him or her give you that task. Because at that point, you're creating more work for them. To give you an example, my brother, he volunteered. I offered my brother to volunteer him uh, to go and to go <laughs> to an event back in 2014. It changed his life. And after, yeah, Gonzalo. And after speaking with the 15 of them, he really connected with one. And it was on the subject on wholesaling. So then that GoBundance guy said, dude, I have all of these things, this education, these courses that I bought. I just haven't done it because I don't have the time to implement this. And my brother was like, all I have is time. I'm going to quit college. I'm not going to, I don't have much money. I don't have much of anything other than time. So then he basically just learned and implemented everything that this other guy had on wholesaling. And that's how my brother was able to provide value enough to become a partner. Then now my brother's doing other stuff with wholesaling with some other people, but that is one of the best ways to get started. And you're underplaying what Gonzalo was doing right now. So how many people are on his team now? Like, Yeah. So fast. So imagine that was my brother when he was 18, 19. My brother now, fast forward six years later, seven years later, his this year, he's going to gross $4 million in wholesale fees. And he's only 26 years old. He just turned 26 in December. He has 28 employees and multiple virtual assistants. And yeah, I mean, that that dude is killing it. And uh, he's he just turned 26. So Gonzalo went to an event volunteered, figure out what you have to offer, figure out your skill set. You have time. If you don't have time, make time because that's the only thing that these people don't have is time. So make time, add value. And then in six years, you can already see within first 10 minutes of this episode, what that can yield. And this applies if you are in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, your fifties, I'm going to still be applying this when I'm in my sixties. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That was very valuable. And that may have been a little bit longer of an explanation or a tip that you may have wanted for your audience. But I feel like it's definitely because that's the first time that somebody has asked me that. Oh, it's perfect. And you're a master of that. But Mm -hmm. I think right now is a perfect segue to go into GoBundance and your journey 
to get and do the exact same thing that Gonzalo did. You were able to throw the rope down to him and you got the rope thrown down to you. So can you please tell us about the story about coming to America, your upbringing, and how you got into this freaking wacky world <laughs> that we're in now where yeah. all of a sudden reality isn't real anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And let me start by sharing like where I am now to give you a perspective of where I started. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm 31 years old. I currently own around 46 doors, 46 doors as investment properties around the U.S. And I'm in two syndications right now too. I am a realtor. Last year, I personally sold 56 homes. This year, I'm going to sell around 50. And my team is one of the number one teams in my Keller Williams office. We're probably going to sell around 200 homes this year. And and the passive income that I have covers all of my monthly living expenses. So technically, I'm financially independent. And this may sound great. It's like, Diego, you've achieved the American dream. I don't have to work anymore. And, and all this other stuff. But the reality is that I am not American. I am a dreamer. I am what Congress calls a dreamer, which basically means I'm part of the DACA program, which essentially also means that I am undocumented. So I, I was born in Lima, Peru. I came here when I was nine years old with a visa, and then we overstayed it. What this meant is that at that time, we became undocumented. And it didn't really hit me until I turned 15 years old when it was my turn to get my driver's license, like all my friends. And when I go to the DNV, they asked me for a few documents and I turned to, 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 to my parents and she says to my mom and she says, we don't have it. And I was like, so I told them that. And then they're like, yeah, then you cannot get your license. And at that point, I knew the consequences of what being undocumented could, could mean and could bring. But I put all my emphasis into school, graduated high school, graduated 30 in my class, got into Florida State U University. And as I was applying for scholarships, grants, financial aid, just like all of my friends, I also found out that I cannot get student loans or financial aid because I don't have a green card, because I'm not a citizen. And dude, and it was tough because I won scholarships and mm. then- some of them were taken back because I had to show the green card as like the last paperwork so that I can get the money. But in spite of that, I made it to my first year of college. I had enough money to be able to do that. And then I did get a few scholarships too that didn't require me to have a green card. So from there, I got an internship working for free. And when they wanted to hire me, I'm like, great, this is going to be my best way to get to pay through college. And then they said, Diego, everything looks good. We just need to have your work authorization. I'm like, great. I go to my mom and she's like, we don't have that. So at that point, I'm 19 years old. I cannot drive. I cannot work. I can't get student loans or financial aid. And I'm like, what the heck am I going to do? This is not what like the American dream. If you get good grades or whatever, you can do it. But I remember like what my dad told me that the U.S. is a land of opportunity, but we have to work for it. So I found out that I could still open up my own LLC from that moment, created my own company and began working as a contractor for other corporations or like other nonprofits, small businesses doing websites. And that's how I was able to get paid. I convinced also some nonprofits to pay me through a scholarship to FSU instead of Diego Corzo. So that way I can get that, that as income. I sold study guides. 
I will create study guides myself because I would ace the test. And then I sold them to, to, to all the students. So I just had to hustle and I had to get resourceful to be able to pay my way through college. And it just happened that as I was graduating college, Obama passes the DACA program that would allow people like me, like the kids who came from other countries that may have been here undocumented or that are undocumented, they, we could get a driver's license and a work permit and a social security. So that was right when I was graduating. And so I applied to General Motors. I went in for an interview and they offered me a spot right away. They were like, do you want to go to Detroit or Austin? And I said, Austin, and that's what brought me here today, which is why I've been in Austin for the last eight years. I worked through there for two years full-time. Well, I was working in corporate America for two years. And then I left that to work after I got my license and everything. I did the realtor part-time. And uh, and then in 2015, I left my job. But in 2021, that's when I read in, no, not in 2021. In When I was 21, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that book changed my mindset because I knew at that point that I wanted to build wealth. By 23, I, as I'm becoming a realtor, I listened to a podcast with Pat Hyben. And that's when the GoBundant story starts. But I will continue to share on that. But let me know if you have any questions or anything, because I know I just gave a lot of information. This man is a professional podcast guest. <laughs> Look at this Damn. man. <sighs> So Diego, you're telling me, man, that's not the story I thought I heard. I thought you just were rich and you had a trust fund and you just had everything handed to you. Dude, I wish. Are you kidding me? I wish. Yeah, but it would be less cool, though. It would yeah. be less cool. I, I would have, I would hate to come up with a trust fund and to not have earned it. That's a whole other topic. But the topic of getting your green card and your authorizations and everything. A lot of us that are born and raised in America don't understand how crazy that process is. My girlfriend is Brazilian. She's from Belo Horizonte, Brazil, and all of her family is in Brazil. So that's what we're about to go for Christmas and New Year's. But she and she's not even a full citizen yet. Like it's years and years and so much paperwork and so much work to be able to apply to be a U.S. citizen. And yeah. I feel like people people under understate that and think that it's such an easy process but i love what you had to say about this being the land of opportunity because i feel most americans forget that because it comes so naturally but like my girlfriend and her family we just got back from brazil and everyone there is it's a mad dash to come to america it's so cool to be able to see all of this happen and you materialize all this stuff and then i had a similar entry into GoBundance through listening to David on a podcast. So let's circle it back. Let's go to where you were on, on the podcast. Uh, you were listening to the podcast and you were determined no matter what, come hell or high water, you were going to figure out how to make it in this country because you knew that the sky was the limit and that you were going to make it no matter what. You listened to Pat Hyben on the podcast. What happens next? Yeah. So I listened to uh, an episode where Pat Hyben is getting interviewed on a podcast called Super Agents Live back in the day. And I listened to it. And in it, he mentions the power of the mastermind group, the power of connecting with like-minded people. 
So I reached out to him on Twitter and I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, Pat, my name is Diego. I am, I'm getting, I'm in the process of getting my license. I'm going to be with Keller Williams. And, and you mentioned the importance of having a tribe. Then we left it up there. And then on it, he sends me a message. Diego, I also have a podcast. You should check it out. So I listened to it. It was again about interviewing agents. And after every single one, I shared it on Twitter and I shared what I learned and I tagged him. Real estate rock stars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I was listening to every single one and I'm like, and then the second or third, this was like back when he was just starting it, he interviewed Osborne. And in it, they talk about GoBundance. So I reach out to Pat again and I send him a message and I'm like, hey, Pat, and I can go back and I even misspelled GoBundance when I reach. I'm like, what's GoNundance or something like that? And uh, I'm like, hey, what is this mastermind? And he's, it's for successful entrepreneurs that want to achieve financial independence. They talk about health, accountability, and contribution, but you do have to be a millionaire. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not a millionaire, but I went in no matter what. I was listening to as many episodes as he had. I listened to a couple of YouTube videos and then I went on the website and I filled out a form. I did too. <laughs> I did. I filled out a form and I get an email from Tim Road. I had no idea who he was. And then I, so this was back in the day, right? When like yeah. they were doing everything. So I get on a call with Tim Road. I tell him a little bit of my story. He's like, look, Diego, I know you don't know me. I don't know you. But after you telling me about you, you're going to be speaking at one of my events in the future. And I'm like, who is this guy? Like, I don't even, whatever. And, and then he says, look, let me see if we can bring you in to our next event. I'll be in touch with you in a few weeks. It's like, cool. Two weeks go by and I get a call back from Tim Road. And he's like, Diego, we want to welcome you to our next event is going to be in Steamboat, Colorado is going to be like 2000 bucks or whatever it was. And it's going to be for five days just to let you know, it's for millionaires only. You'll be one of the only ones that's not a millionaire. Can you make it? And I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to make it. By that time though, I didn't have much money. So I put it in a credit card because I had just bought one of my properties and with a partner so, but at that point, it was me like, yeah, I put it on a credit card. I fly out there in August and dude, it was intimidating. So intimidating because they're going through introductions. And back then it was very like net worthy. Like yeah, what, yeah, yeah. like you introduce yourself with what do you do? how do you get connected or what your net worth is back in the day? Now it's, now it has changed, Different. but yeah. So whenever they're introducing each other, it was more like, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. I'm worth 20 million or 5 million, 3 million. And when they come to me, I'm like, hi, my name is Diego. I'm 23 years old. My net worth is 25,000. And uh, I'm a software developer at General Motors and I own two properties. And they were like, who the heck let this kid in? Like, why is he here? And, but after that weekend, they pulled me out to the side. And they, they told me, look, we created GoBundance for millionaires, but we want to help you. We want you to be our first apprentice and that we really like your story. Would you want us to mentor you? And I said, heck yes. That was like a yes or yes. Two weeks later, I was flying in David Osborne's private plane. 
I was going to all of the events that they told me that I needed to do for personal development. And, and that's what it was. I just showed up over and over again. And they were like, who the heck is this kid who's just showing up? And that caused them to continue to help me more and more. And since then, the accountability, the mentorship, they've challenged me. And with everything going on with me sharing my story as a dreamer and all the challenges that have come through that these past years, I've still been able to fulfill my goals, achieve financial independence, become an elite member in GoBundance and all that stuff. Mm. To hit back on the topic of reaching out to mentors and then having them reciprocate value. So offering value to get value. Another thing that you did was, and it's the same thing they did with me, was I was in the same. It's funny as you're speaking, it's like I haven't heard some of these parts of the stories, how similar our paths are actually going. So it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I'm looking at a version of me five years from now. And yeah. it's just so cool because they were like, same thing to me. Matt King was like, hey, you know, come out to Breckenridge. It's going to be like $3,500. And I was like, ooh, I do not have that. <laughs> and you open up a credit card and I'm like, okay, I'm making it happen. So I feel like a lot of these people will give you action immediately to like kind of stress test how serious you are about following through. Mm-hmm. And even if it's like buying a book, reading a book, they're like, hey, go do this. And I just think it's so cool, man, because you did exactly what I did. And you're like, yeah, I'm in. I went. And I'm curious when they were going through and they're doing their net worth, like after that happened, what was your, obviously I know your interaction with like our guys, what was your interaction with some of the other guys? Like, did they, I'm assuming they, they caught on really quick and they were like, okay, we're, we're team Diego. (laughs) Yeah. Just based on the background of my story, they Mm -hmm. just wanted, they wanted to help me out because they knew that holy crap, with everything that you've had to go through with the immigration process and you being a dreamer and all of that, of like, because literally like I couldn't work or drive legally until the age of 22. By 23, I'm in David Osborne's place, right? Uh, Yeah, with like, with two properties and everything. So they were like, holy crap, if you can do that in a year, make my whole life change just by being able to have a work permit and being able to drive for one year, boom, what can I do in the future with the right mentorship? And so I began to volunteer for GoBundance. So, because at that point I didn't even have the money to pay for GoBundance. So Mm -hmm. they offered me like, I would send out all of the swag bags in the beginning. So my garage was full of books of bags and everything. And, and then when the ambassador program started, which was anybody that would join GoBundance, they had to talk to me in the beginning. So that was also another opportunity where I was talking to millionaires, like two or three millionaires a week to tell them about GoBundance. So I learned a lot from those conversations and I implemented that into my life. So talk, yeah. a, little bit, talk a little bit about the compound effect and the power of your network, because your network is your net worth. And we say this over and over again, talk, yeah. talk specifically, because we've seen it already in this episode from your story and where you've come from and then where you've gone to but talk more about how maybe there are ways when you're in these groups, how to avoid, I feel like this is one of the strengths that go abundance, but it's, it's not 
normal in the normal realm of wealth is how to go into these rooms with these high net worth individuals, high value people, and be value first, value driven, you know, give instead of take. What's some advice you can give on always being a giver and not turning into someone that's just asking? Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the country clubs and all the other, when people think of a millionaire, it's a negative connotation because, and it's like people being like, oh, asking them for handouts. Hey, can Mm -hmm. I borrow the jet? Can I borrow the car? You know, can you give me a hand? What's the difference between providing value and asking for just random randomness? Yeah. So becoming a servant leader, I feel like that's very important. Like I knew that I was becoming a millionaire. Like for me, it was no question right? If I was talking to a GoBundance guy that was worth 5 million at the time or 1 million at the time, mean, and I was worth 25,000, 25, like within six months, I knew that I was going to become a millionaire. So I was already having the mindset, becoming the person that achieves financial independence or that achieves that millionaire status. When you have that feeling that you are on your path to achieving it because you have become that person is just a matter of time until you see it in your pocket, until you see it in your bank account, then it's like you're already equal in net worth. You're just working a different, like on a different stage and you can emulate their result. You can just continue doing what what they're doing because they're going to be in chapter 10 of their life. And I was in chapter two, but- I came from more of an equal than be like, hey, bro, can you let me, can you let me go on your plane or whatever? Like it wasn't me asking. It was more having a conversation with them of how I can help them or connections. I realized that, and everybody has their own superpower. And I realized that in GoBundance, because of the way that they always were introducing me the way that they were always talking about me, a lot of people wanted to meet me. And when that came into stuff, I would always ask, hey, so who would you want to meet in GoBundance? And because I already knew so many people in GoBundance, they knew that I was the connector. So that is what I gave as a way to give value to them, just by connecting. (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy. We have to be best friends. So sorry. There's just no getting around it. Because it's the the exact same thing. It's like in, because sometimes they ask, what do you do? What do you do for work? Mm -hmm. And I've started, I've began to say, I'm a connector. That's what I do for work. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I meet people where they're at, no matter where you're at. If Mm -hmm. you're extroverted, introverted, animated, slow, talk with your hands, or or if your tonality is very low. If you're a hundred millionaire, or if you're the chef, or if you're the server, I'm going to meet everyone where they're at. And that's exactly how you are too. And what you're talking about, and I finally found a way to articulate this because it's difficult to articulate how we feel. Mm-hmm. And tell me if this is on base with you, but Jason Drees talks about like action, mindset, and then frame. Mm-hmm. So your frame is who you fundamentally believe yourself to be. And then your mindset molds to that. And then your action follows the mindset of that person. So you already believed yourself to be that person. It's just, you weren't there on a timeline yet. 
So you were able to interact as a peer, no matter how much further ahead they were than you, just because time was the only thing that was missing. Is that kind of correct? Yes, exactly. Time. And then, but I went back exactly what you're saying. And I added my, and then I just added what my superpower is, which is like that connections, like being able to connect with people because that's what I was able to do. Like between resourcefulness and being a connector, those are the things that I like to do most. And neither of those skills require any money. If anyone's listening and still paying attention how we just drew that back together, neither, neither of those skills require anything monetary. So I think, Diego, that's a perfect place to be able to tie where you came from to where you're going with your new mastermind. So your superpowers mm-hmm. connection. Tell us about this new mastermind, Rat Race Defy, and how you created that and where that's gone. Yeah. So what ended up happening was when I was featured on the BP podcast and that Bigger Pockets podcast changed my Never. life. Yeah. I was featured on episode 352, shared my story of being a dreamer, giving a TEDx talk on can the American dream be achieved when you're not American, being on Forbes, all of that stuff. And and then achieving what I have achieved despite of being of have of having papers. Mm-hmm. So that caused a lot of people to reach out to me on Instagram. Like I literally went, I got 800 followers in one day after it went live and 1200 throughout the weekend uh because their 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 episodes you used to go live or they still do on thursdays after that weekend i had so many people that reached out to me saying holy crap diego i am a dreamer i'm first generation american and this is something that like i really resonate with your story because of x because of this because of that And I was probably the second or I was definitely the second or third Latino featured on that podcast and Mm -hmm. a millennial. So I had a lot of people also reach out, holy crap, Diego, 20 or I'm 30 years old, I'm 25 and I have, I am an American and you've been able to achieve that without having papers. Can you teach me do, do what you did? Because now I have no excuse. So with all of that, I partner up with somebody who was featured on episode three, 329 on BP. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Felipe Mejia, he reached out to me and he was like, hey, just to let you know, you're going to get a lot of people. So I was like, all right. So if that's, gonna, if that's what's going to happen, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to reach out to you. We created a Facebook group, him and I, so that we could just direct people there so that they could ask us questions. And then we created always learning and providing value first. We started just him and I started doing Instagram lives for free twice a week. And, and we were having a lot of engagement with people listening to us and all of this. So then what ended up happening is we were talking with Felipe. What if these people may maybe want to be in on zoom calls, maybe we can create a community And we started that in the beginning of 2020. We had 20 people join our 90-day mastermind. And we did it 90 days because we didn't know. I had just met Felipe. I didn't know how the partnership was going to work out. I didn't even know if I liked having a mastermind group. But I was like, look, we can both do anything for 90 days. So let's try it out. Now we're two years in and we have (laughs) over 100 people within our mastermind. 
And we just done, we've done four retreats. We've done, we have Zoom calls every Monday and Wednesdays. We have micro tribes too. And then we just did our big event this past week. So it's been a crazy journey and we've helped out so many people. We've gotten people that have gone from four doors when they joined to 60. We have some people that are buying their first couple of house hacks. They, it's all over the spectrum, but it's mostly people that are getting started investing in real estate. God, that's so cool. So where did you get the name Rat Race to Fight? I have a couple of ideas, but I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So the whole Rat Race to FI, it's basically where I was, right? Back when I was like in my early 20s, which was like, I was feeling like I was stuck in the rat race. I was feeling like, no matter what, in the beginning, I had coworkers that would take a long time break in the bathroom just because they could, <laughs> or they will take an hour lunch and then leave early. And we were making the same amount of money because we had salary. And I was like, look, this is not fair. I know my work ethic. Uh, I know what I'm able to do. I know that I can work a lot if I wanted to, right? And I'm getting paid. Like I didn't want to have a ceiling. So that, so I realized that I was in the rat race, but I was on my path to achieve financial independence after I started house hacking and buying properties, all of that stuff. So that's where it came from. It's sort of like my journey of, of leaving the rat race to become FI. And that's what we teach. We have six different tenants that I teach on, on that for you to become. And here's the way that we teach it is first you become the person that achieves financial freedom and then you get it. Because that ha- that is how I've seen my path by surrounding myself with a go abundance guys. Mm-hmm. And that is so cool. And I'm going to send me some links for this. I'm going to put the links uh, to the Facebook group and all this in the show notes so that if anyone's listening and they're interested about this and want to connect with Diego and then Felipe is equally as cool. I promise he's awesome too. Oh yeah. Um, you can go join the Facebook community and then I'll also include their website. So then if you're interested in signing up, you can go sign up. The cool thing about mastermind groups and about, so the, correct me if I'm wrong. So is the Facebook group free and then paid mastermind? So the Facebook group, we do have a free, we do have a free group. It's not as active anymore, but I'll send you the link because we are there answering questions and everything. But the, what's cool with the mastermind we also have a Slack channel community. That's my favorite part because we realized that on Facebook, not many people were asking questions when they had questions, but we have a Slack channel community where there's channels on Airbnb, short on Airbnb, on house hacking, long-term, mm-hmm. how to find tenants, property management, and people ask questions and there's conversations there all day long. And like that for me is amazing. That that for me is amazing. Like right now, since we started, I've had nine nine notifications from Slack showing that there's active communication, and and that creates an accountability to people taking action. And the goal for us is to help people get over the analysis paralysis by accountability by you coming into a group. And if you come to the group every single week saying, oh, I'm going to reach out to my investor-friendly realtor, or I'm going to reach out to my lender. And And you've been saying that since you started, are you going to or not? Are you going to get pre-approved or you're not? Stuff like that. I love it. And for all these masterminds, including GoBundance and the rat race to FI, 
it's it's really cool because it what it does is you're literally paying for your time back is how I view it and how I position it now. Maybe these are concepts and ideas that you could figure out on your own through 10, 15, 20 years. Some people never figured them out. But to give you the benefit of the doubt, you're smart that's listening to this. You're you're into podcasts. You're into self-education. We'll say mm-hmm. 10 years for you to figure out how to become a multimillionaire. Or you could join a mastermind group and the best ones are paid. Let's not let's cut to it. The best ones are paid because everyone's got skin in the game. Just like you're not going to invest in a fund that somebody's not invested in themselves because they have skin in the game. You can take that 10 years and then you could maybe do it in two years now because you're surrounding yourself with people that have already been there, done that, got the t-shirt. And that's the purpose of this podcast too. And we'll eventually have a community as well. But it's like right now, it's just giving stories like yours, Diego, and giving all taking all these millionaires and being able to give their actionable advice to people so that people can take steps today to Mm -hmm. craft the life of their dreams. And so what's the price of eight years of your life? Mm -hmm. You can't even put a price tag on that. Yeah. That's what, that's why communities like this are so cool. I have two last questions for you, Diego, before I let you go here. Yeah. Before we get into your investment when, where you're moving forward with your investments, I know that you're really big with your family and I know that you've been able to provide for your mom, especially, and then your family. Can you talk a little bit how that relationship has changed now that your uh, bank account's got a couple of extra digits in it? Yeah, yeah. I've always been supportive, right, of, of being able to... A lot of people tell me, Diego, like, what has helped you throughout your journey on without with all these obstacles? I have the quote, I always say, if the door of opportunity is closed, I go through the window. And... <laughs> It's because of that why. I feel like a lot of people create excuses and people want to have a, an amazing life. People want to achieve those goals and achieve financial freedom or become a millionaire or whatever it means for them to, whatever it means that they want to achieve. But that journey, if it's something that's not common, is hard. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs. But I feel like what pushes you forward is it's that why. Like what actually pulls you when, whenever like things get tough and it's much easier to quit is much easier to like, eh, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay. Do I really like, if you're good, but you're not great, like good sucks because you want to be great, but you're just good and good is enough. The world recognizes good as enough and that's fine. But what I'm saying is more of having that strong enough why and that why for me has been my parents because I saw the sacrifice that they had to go through to be able to provide for my brother and I, and like, they worked their ass off. Sorry. They worked their butt off to no, be able ass. to ask uh, twice. Ass, yeah, ass. There we ass, go. Ass. Yeah. They worked their <laughs> ass off here in this country to be able to provide, right. To give you a quick example, like we would go and because my parents didn't have money for to have somebody to take care of us at home, we would have to go there. So my parents would work at a restaurant in Miami from 11 a.m. on a Friday to 10 p.m. And then there would be like karaoke night and it's Miami. So they close at five. So it's 5 a.m. So imagine from 11 to 5 a.m., I'm still at the restaurant. I'm in the back room sleeping. And then Saturday, we will make it home at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. And we will be back at the restaurant at 11 a.m. And then Saturday night, there's another type of Peruvian party and we go till 5 a.m. again. 
and they will be at the restaurant at 10 a.m. on Sunday. So I saw their sacrifices. I saw everything that they had to do. Like they are my why. They don't, they've done so much for us that I do it for them. So now I paid for my mom's car. I send money to Peru to provide, to provide for my grandparents. Yeah. I just try to provide for them as much as I can. And I've also taught my dad. I was the one that inspired my dad to get started investing in real estate. And now he has over 10 doors, I believe. So, so that too. Funny story. I read Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was in college. Yeah, this was back in 2011, 2010. And I told my dad, I'm like, look, dad, I just read this book. And in this book, he talks about you can buy a car or, and then have car payment, or you can buy a condo that you can rent out and have that condo pay for the car payments of that car. Once you're done paying off that car, you still have that condo. That was like, oh, that's really smart. He calls me a week later. He's like, hey, Diego, there's a condo here for 21,000. Should I buy it? I'm like, I don't know. What are you telling me? I just read this in a book. So he bought it. And this is back in Florida in 2010, 2011, when the market crashed. So now that condo is, he still has it and it's worth like 60,000. He still has it. And so it's doubled in price and everything is probably even worth more now. And now he also has another eight properties within Sarasota, Bradenton, and in Jacksonville, where my brother wholesales. Mm-hmm. And, and it's crazy what my brother and I have been able to do by being like by being surrounding myself with like-minded people. But that why for me has been what actually led me to pursue, like to say yes to things where things were hard, right? I rode my bike to business meetings because I didn't have a car and I had a suit in my backpack and it's hot in Florida. So it's like me riding my bike, sweating my butt off and then drying off with a towel before I had to go inside. So it's like, those things are, are the things that definitely push me. And then now I know that later in the future, like things are just going to be even better. Absolutely. Oh my God. Dude, I, I've heard your story so many times. I never get sick of hearing it. So it's cool to be on this. <laughs> it's cool to be on this end of it, asking the questions this time, man. It's so much fun for me. So obviously, and I, I can vouch for Diego as well. I know him personally, but you're a man of character. You're a man of faith. You're a man of family. You're a family man. So I, I always trust you with everything that you, anything that you have moving forward. Do you have any kind of, besides rat race to FI, we'll include that. Are you raising any money for syndications? Or what are you doing next? What's next in the business world? And then we'll call yeah. it there. Yeah. I've through my mastermind group, we've also created a couple of other things just because of things that we can continue to help other people. So we have a company now too, where we can get people professional call callers to help them find off-market deals. So there are some people that we are that we've been getting them like 10 to 20 off-market deals a day by pulling lists from PropStream, call calling them through a company called Skip Better, and then and then having our call callers call them. So that's one thing that we want to continue to grow. And as far as investments wise, for me, I want to continue next year because of the fact that I'm getting into 
the next level of investments. I'm looking at cost segregation types of things. Mm-hmm. So then I don't have to pay as much in taxes. Better hurry. Um, yeah. Take right? it away. <laughs> yeah. Because for everybody listening, they think that undocumented people don't pay taxes. We do. This last <laughs> year in 2020, I paid over six figures in taxes. So it's a cost seg. <laughs> right. So this year I've, I've been investing into syndications so that I can do some of that and not pay as much in taxes. So I'm working on that. I'm working on that, but it's cool. I'm excited for what 2022 has to come. We're going to continue to impact as many people as we can with Rad Race to FI and uh, continue on me investing and helping out the agents in my team because as a realtor too, I'm growing out of the production side and leading more in the management side. Like I'm, I'm doing a lot of things. And dude, one thing I always learned I always learn from my mentors and then I apply. I learn and I apply. So this year, the last month and a half, I also hired my own Matt King because those are big shoes to fill. But I hired my own implementer now and he's helping me with a lot of different things. So I'm very excited. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm sure you probably use uh, Matt as your coach, right? Thankfully, he's in Austin. Yeah. So. I can contact him anytime and yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Oh my God. So that, that's awesome, man. And uh, I can't wait to see where you're going. I'll be right there with you hanging out and celebrating along the way, each milestone. So cool to watch it grow with you alongside you, man. It's so much fun. And it's so rare to see people that are so value first uh, driven, just value. And you're the embodiment of it, brother. So I appreciate that. Appreciate your friendship and appreciate your time today, man. It's been oh, fantastic. Thank you. It's been great. I really appreciate your, your time too and hope your audience likes my story. Yeah, they'll think it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So on that note, I'll include everything, all the links in the show notes for ways to connect with Diego and his mastermind group. And one last thing, what area does your real estate team cover? So if anyone's in that area listening, they, they can know to call you guys. The crazy market of Austin, Texas, metro area. Okay, so the small town Austin, Texas. Small yeah. town Austin. So if Where your homes have appreciated Austin, 35% in a year. So it's been yep. crazy. And then what's your brokerage? With Keller Williams. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, awesome. So this is Brian Lubin and Diego with The Action Academy, signing off. You've been listening to The Action Academy podcast, helping you to choose what you want with who you want when you want. You've been given the gift of freedom. Don't turn your back on that. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we hope you've gotten some practical and useful information. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media. Remember, financial independence is freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Freedom fly.